Hello, everyone, and welcome. You're listening to the 888 Align podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Hanna. I'm a serial entrepreneur who likes to immerse into many facets of life, focusing on growth, mindset, healing, and soul alignment. Eight represents strength, prosperity, balance, power, overcoming, stability, and to me, the yin and yang of life. Pain weaves the gratitude for the beauty in life and appreciation for our generational evolution. You're in the right place if you're looking to dive deeper into finding meaning within yourself and your life experiences, work towards transforming into and aligning with your highest version of yourself, take action steps towards building and creating the life of your dreams, as well as explore discussions on health and wellness, balance, self-care, plus areas like travel, fashion, art, culture, manifestation, entrepreneurship, and even a little spirituality. To be 888 aligned means to be aligning to your strongest and most powerful and enlightened version of yourself. To continue to evolve and always be open to growth while staying true to your core values and individuality. Let's get started with this week's alignment. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome back to 888 Aligned. Thank you for taking the time to check out the podcast and tune in, as always. If you have been listening and are subscribed, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review and what you think of the podcast so that more people can listen in, and it would really help the growth of the podcast as well. And if you're new here, welcome, and make sure to subscribe and check out some of the past episodes. Today, I wanted to talk about the paths we take and how even the ones that feel like the wrong ones actually end up being what helps us get to where we want to be, where we feel the happiest or what we're meant for in life. And this idea kind of sparked from this silly TikTok trend going around with this song with the clipped lyrics that go, all that work and what did it get me? Why did I do it? And yeah, there's going to be times in life where we feel like we put in all of this work to end up with nothing at the end. I know there are plenty of times I did something, put in all of this effort with this idea in my head of how it was going to come out in the end, and it quite literally was the opposite ending, or it was nothing like I thought as an outcome. I think we get so set into our ways sometimes about what we are planning in our heads. We get carried away with specific scenarios and ideal outcomes that we forget the Not so much randomness, but variability in life. And in addition to that, what I believe to be some sort of guidance from the universe that tries to get us onto a path that is more fit for us. Whatever that may mean, to me, it is something that brings our soul into more alignment with our future selves and higher selves. But how do we know we are on the wrong path? Sometimes, and I don't want to call it the wrong path, Maybe it's just slightly off to the left or the right. It's not perfectly in line, right? So sometimes we may feel so into our lives and stuck in routine or just unconscious to what we do every day that we may question, is this what I'm meant for? Is this what I'm meant to do with my life? And sometimes it can be a little triggering to kind of look back and say, I did all of this and actually... I don't know if this is really what I wanted to do with my life. And maybe it could take you years. Maybe it's right away. Sometimes it could take a decade or two or three. Sometimes it could take your entire life for you to look back and go, whoa, if I had done this with my life, right? So it could be sometimes triggering. And that's also on par with doing shadow work and healing because it's the same idea. If we wait a long time to do that, It gets a little more triggering to look back and say, wow, I went all of this time 
unconsciously doing the same things with these subconscious thoughts and patterns and beliefs because I didn't want to put the time in. And frankly, everyone's on their own timeline, like I spoke about in the past episode. And it's not something to compare yourself with someone else and say, well, they found out right away. They knew right away what they wanted to do. And it took me 10 years, 20 years, 30 years to really decide this is what I wanted to do. And I wasted all that time. It's not wasting time. It's not wasted time. It's just time that has passed. And you use that time a certain way. And that's what you chose to do. That was a chosen thing. And choosing is better, in my opinion, viewing it as something you chose to do with your time and what you got out of it in a great way and in a good way. Finding the pros in what you chose to do with your time rather than reflecting, you know, shifting your path and then looking at only the cons of all this time I wasted rather than looking at it as wasted time. What can you pull from that time that you spent on doing those things that were great, that brought you a different perspective in life that maybe brought you fun times and fun moments, even if it wasn't in line and on par with what you felt called to ultimately in your life. Maybe that time that you spent doing those things brought you more resilience. Maybe they brought you more skills. Maybe it allowed you to have a different perspective in life that you didn't have before. Maybe it helped heal trauma. Maybe you had trauma and you had to work on healing it and that served for a better purpose in the future of something you then used to serve others or even just serve yourself. Maybe something you decided or decide to do in the future needed those random skills from a totally different life you had that you're now using in the thing that you are doing with your life now or what you will be doing in the future. And I know that you may see some people, particularly online or even at work, coworkers, managers, higher ups, and you can tell sometimes they outwardly even say they are absolutely in love with what they do. They know they were meant to do this with their lives, and this is what their true calling was and all of that. You may hear them say that. You could tell sometimes it just kind of beams out of someone. But what if that's just not you? And maybe you're not completely unhappy, but you also aren't lit up inside that it comes outward out of you. And you feel so aligned that every day you can't wait to show up the next day to do exactly what you're doing because it was so meant for you. So with that, let's get into today's episode. So in college, and I mentioned this, I think, in a previous episode, I studied business with concentrations in management information systems and entrepreneurship. And if you don't know exactly what management information systems is, it's basically as far as what was in my curriculum. Everything you can think of when you think of technology and our current world today and what is needed for businesses to succeed. And I did this because I was trying to make a smart decision with where our world was moving in society and how fast-paced technology has advanced so much over even the last decade, you know, in a couple of decades, that I knew it would be a vital part in business and therefore would be a safe bet as far as getting a good job when I graduated because that's really what I was focused on, even though internally it's not really what I dreamed of for my life. So was I passionate about it? Yes and no. Yes, because I knew that I was learning things that even if I did not, and this was a deeper subconscious feeling, even though I wasn't claiming it and I wasn't outwardly 
planning to do this. I knew that the skills and tools I was learning, I would be able to use one day, even if I did start my own business. But regardless, okay, I'll go into a safe job with a good salary that gets me set up for a good trajectory of promotion. So the things that I was learning, I was passionate in a way of, okay, these are skills that I can use one day and I feel powerful knowing them and I know I'll utilize them very well no matter what I do. Was it always something I felt really excited about all the time? No. (laughs) So my class is literally ranged from marketing, social media, web design, project, and database management to literally hacking, where we actually had to sign a contract that we would use only these skills we were learning for good and ethical security (laughs) testing, otherwise known as white hat hacking, and so many more classes that I really couldn't even list off right now. But what I do know is that after taking all of these classes and even getting certifications in project management and Bloomberg market concepts, and then also filling up my schedule to the extreme in college where I literally didn't have a second to myself because I was type A, overdoing it, need to fill as much as I can because I was overwhelmed thinking if I had a second to myself, I was not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So, and, you know, all of my friends in college would always make a joke that I was just always so busy I didn't have a second like I would be off to another meeting and then another meeting and I was always like meetings 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 and I did that on purpose because I was so worried about being productive rather than being present with my time which you know is a whole nother a whole nother episode but I joined many clubs participated on different boards was the vice president was a project leader presented in competitions, was a founding member of an organization, taught at the Boys and Girls Club and created a financial literacy program for them, helped instruct Taekwondo classes at a local school in the area of my college. I really just tried to do as much as I can to basically fill my schedule up as much as possible to make myself productive and get as much as I can and squeeze out as much as I can out of my college experience. And I did have fun, don't get me wrong, I made time to have fun. And I was always sick because I was just never getting any rest. So I was having fun, and then I was running off to a meeting, and then I was running off to class and studying and doing work, and then going off to do any of these other activities. And an important point I want to make here from everything I just said is that I was so concerned with being productive that I was not present. And this is something that we often fall into where it kind of takes us away from what are we meant to do with our lives or even am I happy? Am I feeling good about this? Because we can be sometimes more concerned with being productive and sometimes that comes with our job, right? That comes with what we choose to do with our career and it takes us time. We have to actually actively and consciously set aside time to say, even though I'm doing all these things, maybe I'm getting all these promotions, maybe I'm doing really well, maybe I'm skyrocketing in this career, am I happy? Am I enjoying this? Am I feeling good about this? Because we can get so wrapped up into being productive and the productivity of what we're doing. And maybe we are moving forward. And maybe life feels like it's all set up and it's lining up perfectly, but there's some missing piece. And what is that missing piece? Am I happy? Am I feeling good? Am I feeling in alignment with this? 
And sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow. Sometimes that can really mess us up in the moment that we're thinking about that. But then when we keep going forward and we might say, actually, no, I'm not happy. And I don't understand why I'm not happy because everything is lining up perfectly for me here. Maybe you have a good job and a good apartment, a good salary. Maybe you're just leading a life that is on paper supposed to look great, but doesn't feel great. And that's kind of what I was doing in my college experience. And before I went to where I graduated from, I actually went to two other colleges. And at every place I went to, I made it a point to be the most productive, to get as high as a GPA as possible, to put the best kind of clubs that aligned with the career I wanted and what I wanted to do with my career on my resume. And I cared a lot about what it looked like on paper and how it would look to a future employer. And not just how it would look, but also the skills I was gaining from it. And I cared about, okay, how does this look? But I didn't care about how does this feel? And that's the biggest part of what I'm going to and what I want to get into in this episode. So before graduating, you know, that's when you start applying to jobs. So I started applying. And in that time I was waiting, I graduated and I was lucky and privileged enough to get to travel after saving up with my significant other to Europe. And in that time, I didn't necessarily have this awakening, but I had a lot of thoughts running through my head. And I think it was because it was the first time I really got to take a break from working nonstop, not just studying in school, but just filling up my schedule to insane amounts of ridiculous productivity. And my entire time doing this throughout my time in school and college. And it was in this moment, and I'm sure most people who graduate from especially college go through this moment, or at least I assume, that you start questioning what you're about to do with your life and feeling a little unstable going from being in school your entire life, practically, to moving on to a whole new chapter in life. And so traveling and getting out of where I live and my environment and my surroundings and even this ending of this chapter allowed me to kind of view life from a different perspective because I was no longer just going back to school for another year. And I actually started to panic while I was in Europe thinking about my next steps in life and how I really did not want to work in the industry I was applying to. And I really didn't want to do anything that I was trying to apply to do with my life. And I was worried because growing up, I always have had to worry about money and income. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to get stuck in a place where I was tied to a job for the rest of my life in order to make ends meet not enjoy it and then be stuck in it because you're, you kind of sometimes get into the cycle, unfortunately, where you're evolving in a stuck situation where you're paying your bills, your entire paycheck goes to your bills, and you have to stay in this job because if you lose this job, you literally can't, you have no savings, you can't pay for anything. You know, you wipe out your paycheck every single time. And that was one of my biggest fears, and I really didn't want to get stuck into something that I already knew I was not happy with doing, because I know what that's like growing up, and it was not something I wanted to continue throughout my life. And I know that not everyone even has that privilege to make that decision of doing something that they enjoy because the finances have to come first, and sometimes you just have to jump into something that you know is going to provide stability 
And that's not to say that I've had stability at all whatsoever. I have just taken a different route and it is at times much harder. And I was lucky enough when I first was graduating and made this decision, I was able to stay at home and work on my business from home. And I started making money within the first year of business and it still wasn't easy. And I know that that's even a privileged situation as well, even though I don't come from financial privilege, but just being able to live at home after college is a privilege. And I understand that. And while I got to live at home, it came with a lot of sacrifices as well that I would have never expected to come my way and additional responsibilities that caused a lot of delay in my growth in my businesses, as well as a lot of other mental and emotional health halts for me. So there was really a compromise living at home. It wasn't just I get to live at home and everything is just perfectly lined up for me to jumpstart my businesses from here. And when I say financial privilege, I know that is subjective and everyone is going to have their own experience with that. And I'm just going to really leave that at that because without getting into too much detail, it's definitely been difficult and we'll just leave it at that. Now, if we go back to what I said earlier, where I got this inspiration for this episode from that song, from that little trend on TikTok, all that work and what did it get me? When I first started my businesses, well, the first business I started, I actually utilized all the skills that I learned in school and then on top of it, used the discipline that I had in school, that productivity part of me and the discipline that also came from my training in Taekwondo and just being a disciplined person in general. And I always say, I think a lot of times within college and university, aside from certain careers, of course, because certain careers, absolutely. But I always say that a lot of times what we learn from our university and college experience often is how to be a disciplined learner and how to be disciplined in our job and being consistent. That's why when we get tests, when we get homework, when we would get lessons and lectures, it's teaching us to be disciplined in whatever we're choosing to do, right? Now, of course, there's a certain careers where you you learn things and you need them for that career. And with my education, I took what I learned, but I also used it to expand in order to do my first business, which was a web design and marketing business. And I quickly was able to grow because of the skills that I learned in some of my few classes, as well as I started teaching myself. I took a lot of courses outside after I graduated to expand myself and to get better and more skilled. Now, that first business was really just the beginning of my journey and to being an entrepreneur, and I could not have predicted from when I first graduated to where I am now, the path I would have gone on. And it hasn't always been sunshine and rainbows, and it hasn't always worked out really well, and it hasn't been an amazing experience all of the time. And over the last few years, there were times where I went through a lot of traumatic situations that completely took me out of my work. And it's really difficult being an entrepreneur and business owner and being young, as I've talked about in the previous episodes, as well as doing it around people who don't always understand what you're doing and make assumptions and then having a lot of things come into your life while you're trying to build all of this and start all of this in the beginning. 
And I would say that the experiences I went through also forced me to see a whole new perspective of life where I thought I was seeing a whole new perspective of life after I graduated and started these businesses. I started still, though, overworking myself. I was still in this type A place. I still, even though I was trying to do things differently, I wasn't in love with the first business I started. I started it out of knowing it was a skill that I could put to work right away and make money right away. So in a way, I was compromising the same way as if I would have if I applied to a job that I didn't want the same idea that I had felt out of college. I started a business, the first business, knowing, okay, this is something at least I can start. And it's not going to be the last business I start, but it's going to be the first one because I know that I can accomplish things right away. I have skills in this. I know how to do this, right? So I started that one strategically. So everything was still strategic in a way. But it was just a little bit more aligned with, I want to do things my way. I want to be my own boss. I want to take this path differently now. But I was still overworking myself. I was still over pushing myself. I was still overdoing it and burning myself out to the max. And it really didn't change like the way I thought it would in a way where, you know, I was coming from school and being overproductive inside and outside of school. And now I started a business and I was being productive inside and outside. Well, not really outside of the business because it was really all I did. And I was very into the hustle culture vibe of everything, which I've talked about in previous episodes. And then I started a second business in tandem with that one. And I was overworking myself also, but I accomplished a tremendous amount in a very short period of time. And I wasn't even really impressed with myself. And part of that was me taking in projections from the people around me. Part of that was me just always overworking myself and not celebrating myself. And I wasn't really giving myself much credit for what I did, but I did a lot. And when I look back, I'm really proud of myself for what I did. And what I had accomplished in that time has really carried me through to even present day. I started that second business in 2018, and I'm still impressed when I look back at myself and say, wow, I really did all that. But in that period from 2018 to now, there were a lot of things that happened in between that took me off my path in a way. And I was so frustrated because I was making progress and progress and progress, and I really wasn't present either. I was very much, again, hustling, hustling, hustling. And then I had a lot of things happen in my life that came in and kind of put a massive halt on my life. Aside from the pandemic that we all experienced, I also had a lot of other things happen, as I'm sure a lot of you listening have as well. And that alone in itself, when I reflect, even though it was traumatic, gave me extreme resilience to handle a lot going forward and taught me a lot of other lessons as well. And that's the other point I'm trying to make here. Even though when you start shifting your path, you might have a lot of things come in and bombard you and really just throw you off. That doesn't mean that you don't go back. If that's where you feel called, because the throwing you off, in my opinion, is the universe's way of saying, hey, Yeah, you may be meant for this, but you're missing this part. And what I was missing was balance, was the ability to be present, was the ability to recognize my accomplishments and celebrate my accomplishments, not to hustle constantly too. learn to be happy and figure out how to be happy and not just prioritize work 24-7 and learn how to be massively present in the moment and find gratitude in the places where I really didn't feel grateful and actually had a lot of resentment and figure out how to be looking at them from a different perspective. And if I didn't go through those traumatic situations, I wouldn't have ever learned a lot of the lessons I did. 
I wouldn't have progressed and had a few spiritual awakenings in between. I wouldn't have prioritized my physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health because I didn't. All I was focused on was building my entrepreneurial career and launching businesses and trying to make a lot of money and break out of the lifestyle I grew up in and change that for my family as well. But I was putting myself last in all of that. And only being focused on that took me away from balance of me, of myself, of my self-alignment, of taking care of myself, of prioritizing myself. I was so focused on working nonstop that I was really in the zone as far as envisioning the future of all the businesses I wanted to start and the ones that I've started. But I wasn't focused on slowing down and balancing myself, working on my health, working on my mental and emotional health, working on just finding ways to be happy outside of my career, outside of my work that I do. There was a lot. And even though that journey outside of school taught me that when I reflect on all these stages, even though they took me away from what I felt, I was called to do, they actually helped me. It all came around and helped me in the end. And every business I worked on, business idea, business I started, I used all of the tools and skills that I learned from college, from all the courses I took outside of college, from everything that I've worked on, educating myself on, every book I've ever read, every course I've ever taken, every seminar I've ever attended, anything that I've done. I've used all of that to take it with me. And that's something I really pride myself on doing and something I really hope that you take away from this episode as well because it's a very powerful and empowering thing to do for you and all of those skills and tools that I learned and that same goes with the mental emotional physical and spiritual health and the skills and tools that I learned to take with me from all those different experiences along the lines of all of those different areas right so everything has a purpose in a way and you can always find a purpose even in the harshest times of your life And I'm not going to speak on anyone's trauma and whether there was a purpose or not because that wouldn't be right. And I don't feel I have authority to speak on that. That is your own personal story and journey. And everyone goes through something different. But when we just talk about life paths and kind of get away from maybe the trauma side of it, let's talk about our life path. And maybe we were really off path or maybe we were slightly off path or maybe we were on path but then we got taken off path just to go back to the same path again or try to go back on the path there's usually in my opinion a purpose to that from what i found there is a reason and it's really important here and i want to make this point that if you're on the right path and you get thrown off right a lot of times and i see this with entrepreneurs specifically but i'm sure in a lot of other industries careers and lifestyles this happens where you just give up because that's where you kind of that's the stage where a lot of people drop off right because they're like okay I'm trying this I'm trying this it's kind of working maybe something worked out really well and then next thing you know you're tumbling down a hill into the trenches and you're wondering how you got there something went totally wrong and then you are crawling through the trenches I give up this is too hard that's not your signal to give up especially when you are passionate and in love with what you're doing, right? That's not your signal to give up. That's your signal to say, hey, and this goes the same with failures and learning lessons. You know, it all lines up. Hey, I'm supposed to learn something from this. I'm supposed to get something out of this because I'm going to need this for something bigger in the future. I'm going to need this. So let me learn what it is I need to learn right now. And the same goes with if we're on the wrong path. But hey, I'm supposed to learn something from this. I can take something from here and bring it with me. There's always something, right? 
And I've been the one to question that. Why did I need to learn this? Like, why did I need to go through this? That's not fair. This is not fair. I'm sure a lot of times we may go through that in life and we'll say to ourselves, I don't really feel like I needed to learn this lesson. I say this all the time as a joke to myself, like, I don't really feel like I needed that. That was unnecessary. That was an extra hardship. This was just extra. I didn't need to go through that extra hardship. It could have been avoided and it would have been nice if it was avoided. And I, I don't have all the answers here. But I've gone through that where it's kind of like, well, somehow this came into my life. Somehow I ended up on this path and I had to go through all this. And I don't feel like it was fair, right? We say that's not fair, but when we detach, and this is where we should, you might notice a loop you're stuck in, a feedback loop. And I say that a lot in my previous episodes where things are just repeating and repeating. And sometimes they're unconscious for us until we recognize them. And we're like, oh, that's why I, had, I went through this, because I kept getting stuck in this loop over and over because I wasn't conscious of the decisions or choices I was making to get myself out of this loop. And a lot of times I notice a lot of these things come in because it's deeply subconscious and maybe it's how we grew up. Maybe it's how our parents raised us or it was just deeply rooted in us and within us. So we're facing it, even if it feels unwarranted, even if it feels we didn't deserve to go through it. There's some change that probably needs to happen that needs to spark within you, that needs to wake you up, right? Because I didn't feel I was not awake when I was being overproductive in my work. I felt I was fully aware and fully there and all in super productive. I'm here, I'm working my ass off. I know this is going to be big and this is going to grow, but I wasn't awake to anything else that was happening to me, that was happening around me. I wasn't watching out for myself as far as my entire body, health, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, just where I was going to end up in the future if I kept doing this to myself. So a lot of times it takes time to reflect even and go back and be like, okay, I thought all of this, but now I'm seeing it in a different way. Even if we were on the right path, you had to be taken off to be taught a lesson for you to continue on that path and do it stronger and more powerful. And that's definitely how I feel about a lot of the entrepreneurial paths I, I'm on now and where I got derailed and now I'm back on. And if you were on the wrong path, you were able to utilize those tools that you gained from that path into your future. So all of that work and what did it get me, it actually got me a lot. I just had to view it from a different perspective. I had to look at it differently and I had to take out the resentment and the anger and the frustration and say, what are the tangible or intangible accomplishments, tools, achievements, or just pieces or lessons that I'm able to take away from those moments and take with me into the future? Those are all the parts of you that built you, that made you, and are part of your story that you're able to take away with you into every chapter you enter into that made you stronger and more powerful and ready. And the biggest thing I always say is work on being adaptable in the variability of life. Aside from being present and grateful and conscious, we want to look at the pros of the situations. And even when we reflect on the cons, because it's important to, okay, that was shitty, that was terrible, this was awful, this was traumatic, I don't feel this should have happened, I don't feel this, I don't feel that, those are all valid feelings. It's always important to validate yourself and your feelings. But then at the end of the day, what can you take away from that? What can you take with you forward? Because at some point or another, we have to accept that we are responsible for our lives and what we're going to do with them. 
which is another harsh reality of life. And whether or not we're willing to accept that determines how we move forward and how we bring in things, manifest things we desire, accomplish our goals, and feel happy within our life. Because sometimes, especially growing up, you know, in a more difficult situation, we may subconsciously even be addicted to struggle and not really know that or believe that or want that. And we have trouble bringing in abundance within our life, whether that's tangible or intangible. And it's really important to reflect and look back at all the things that we have gone through, validate our feelings towards them, and then transform them, ignite them, and be adaptable to our lifestyle. The same way, as I've mentioned in the past, we want to release the old and the things that are no longer meant for us or serving us so we can allow the new things and the things that are meant for us to come in. And in that process of releasing, we're also taking away with us the things that we can use going forward, the tools the life pieces and lessons and all the things that make us up. So I hope this episode brought some value to you, a little spark in your mind and gave you some things to think about or walk away with that will really help just brighten your life in some way, shape or form, whether that be now or in the future. All right. Thanks for listening into episode 16 and getting into that 888 alignment. Stay tuned for next week's episode. I'll chat with you guys next time. Thank you for listening into the 888 Align podcast. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. I would really appreciate that to help the growth of the podcast. If you want to check out more and join the 888 Align community, you can give the podcast a follow on all social platforms at 888 Align Podcast.